Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spirit Radio Podcasts. Imagine if you were someone who had spent 20 years of your life as an addict and you'd experience things like homelessness, feeling suicidal, abuse, and then fast forward and you end up dedicating your life to sharing with others about God and what he can do for you in your lives. Well, that is exactly a little bit, a little snippet of the story of my next guest who's going to be sharing with us a little bit about his work and why he's currently parked outside Spirit Radio here in a camper van and he's going to travel the length and breadth of the country. You're listening to Mornings with Wendy on Spirit Radio and here to talk to us about his current mission trip, we have John Edwards of Walking Free. John, you might just tell us briefly a little bit about your own story. Absolutely. Thank you, Wendy. It's great to see you again. Uh, my own story is uh, I spent 24 years in drug and alcohol addiction. I come from Clontarf in Dublin, a uh, middle class family. But nevertheless, uh, when I was a teenager, I was very shy, very insecure. And some of the local lads were smoking, smoking dope, uh, cannabis and taking other drugs. And I was foolishly attracted to that. And um, nobody's fault. I made my own decision. I take personal responsibility for it, which is very important. And I began to smoke cannabis and take other drugs. And I very quickly ended up addicted by the time I was 16. Back then, there was no drug clinics around Ireland, so you had to go into St. Brendan's Mental Institution. I've been in there like 10 times detoxing off drugs. Now, if I was really bad, sometimes back in the late 60s, they'd throw you into a padded cell or put you in a straitjacket. And I've been in all them places. In my life, I've been sexually abused, I've been physically abused and mentally abused. Kicked out of school when I was 15 for punching the history teacher. So God bless the history teacher. And, uh, but that was my last day at formal education, which was, which was a shame really. You know, I wish that really, looking back now, I wished I'd completed school. But um, I went off, a lot of my friends became addicted and then one by one they began to die. Accidental overdose, heroin came on the scene in the 70s in Dublin. Some of my friends began to overdose and die from accidental overdose and that was absolutely heartbreaking. I love my friends. And one by one, from a gang of oh, nearly 30 of us, there's many of them dead today. And uh, when my best friend died, um, he fell into the River Liffey. When he was stoned one night, I just ran out of the country. I couldn't go to any more funerals. I ran to London broken and ended up living on the streets of London, injecting drugs into my veins and totally and completely lost, begging on the streets. Which shows the power of addiction in terms Absolutely. of you had seen your best friend and many others die. Um, and it pushed you further into addiction rather than kind of waking you up. Yes, it did. I, I, one thing I understand about life now, I'm 68 years of age now and I'm clean 32 years. But one thing I understand, we end up living in the consequences of our decisions. 
And uh, we cannot, I cannot blame somebody else for my addiction. I've got to take personal responsibility. It was a direct, um, a direct result of decisions that I made. And uh, but when I was in London, um, I began to become, I began to come to the end of myself. My dad died in Dublin, and he was only 64 when he died. Alcohol killed my dad, and um, I missed his funeral, Wendy, and that completely broke my heart. And the morning of my dad's funeral, I just broke, and I was with an old street guy, and I just wept and wept and wept. It was my rock bottom. And I just couldn't take any more. It was either suicide or I put the effort in to get my life together. I came home and I went to Alcoholics Anonymous. My mum took me in again. What Ma'am, was it that pushed you that way, do you think? Hey? What was it that pushed you that way into well, choosing I, life? I just, I, I was just so sick. I mean, I'm, I'm just sharing very quickly here, but all the different things that happen to when you're homeless, the destitution, begging for a living, for example, that's not just something people do. You can be very, very, very broken to actually start asking people if they can spare some change. You know, that, I was on the point of suicide when I chose to do that. The survival method mechanism kicks in. And it was totally and completely humiliating for me to do that. That broke me. And, you know, I see people in the streets today and it breaks them as well. And I understand that. And yet people might look at them sometimes and judge them and think, why didn't they get a job? I was absolutely broken, sexually, physically, mentally abused. And all the stuff was gathering up to the point suicide was flashing in and out of my mind. And where did God come into it all then, John? And I, I'd given up on going to Mass and I'd given up on religion, if you like. But, um, but deep down, now and again, on the streets, people would come and speak to me. I can remember one day in Petticoat Lane Market in London and it was a Christian choir. I knew they were Christians because we like a glow off them, something special about them. They were singing some Christian songs and they were about 200 feet away from me. And I was watching this Christian choir and something touched my heart. And I thought, these people are the real deal. There's something about them. And then when I came home to Dublin after my dad died, I was in Alcoholics Anonymous, and there were some more of these Christians in there, charismatic Catholics, they called themselves. And I watched them, and they didn't Bible bash me. They weren't rude to me. They didn't push anything on me. But I watched them, but there was something about them again. And I thought, this is the real deal what these people have. And I asked them what Christian meeting they went to, and it was a meeting in the Hote Lodge Hotel. This is back in 1987. Yeah, and um, so I went along to it in, in August 1987. And I always remember there was a guy there giving his life story and how his life had changed. And uh, he'd be in, he, he used to be in the IRA and his life had turned around. And I was really impressed by it. So I went back again in September 1987. And during the lovely music, worship music they called it, I just began to sing the songs. And the songs were about God giving us a fresh start in life. The songs were about, about restoring the years that life has robbed from you. And I began to sing the words and I began to say, God, if you're as real as these people are saying you are, and anybody can pray this prayer, I would say, God, if you're as real as these people are saying you are, please help me. My doctor gave me less than a year to live. And I said, Lord, I don't want to die. I said, God, I didn't call him Lord, I didn't know him as Lord. I said, God, I don't want to die. I want to live. You must have seen me when I was sexually and physically abused. You must have seen me in the padded cells and straitjackets and mental institutions. You must have seen me overdosing 20 times I've overdosed in comas for three, four days at a time. If you're a real God, please help me. And suddenly, Wendy, the presence of the Holy Spirit came into the room and it completely and absolutely overwhelmed me. It was the most gorgeous, the most beautiful, the most cleansing, the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life. And I've taken heroin and cocaine and lots of different drugs. And that night, it's like my eyes on the inside of my head, if you understand what I mean. They are, my eyes on the inside were opened and I knew that Jesus Christ was real. And I knew he died for me personally. And, um, I, and uh, my life changed that night. 
and the people at that meeting stuck with me and um, I eventually went to Teen Challenge Christian Rehabilitation Programme not long after that. I was the first Irish man to successfully complete it and I'm clean and sober 32 years wow. now. So people might say, okay, it's one thing you found your faith, God has helped you so much, but since then you've dedicated much of your life to sharing faith with others. It's, it's yes. been your life's mission. Tell us about the mission that you're on at the moment. Well, at the moment, my wife, Trisha, who's beside me here. Hello, Trish. And uh, she, we're travelling around in our motorhome through all the 32 counties of Ireland. We're buying the homeless sleeping bags and hats and gloves and uh, giving them hand warmers. I don't know if you ever saw them, the little things that warm your hand. And uh, we're giving them literature. Um, we're buying them hot food if they need it as well. And sometimes I put people up in hostels if I can afford to. And we're taking people off the streets and putting them in hostels and just... I'm give, I've written literature that has all the addresses of free Christian rehabilitation programs in the Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland and in the United Kingdom that Irish people can go to. And for example, we went to one, I won't mention the town if you don't mind, I went to one town in County Kerry where we prayed with five of the local drug dealers, major drug dealers, and they all gave their lives to Jesus and they're all going to rehab. So that'll make a huge dent in the drug issues down there. And I've got a team now of 50 people. We have an organization that I've started off called Revival Ireland, where we work with local churches and we help them do this kind of street work. And we knock on the drug dealers' doors. We knock on the gangsters' doors. We talk to these people and they understand our language. We pray with them for salvation, that they'd invite Jesus into their life. And then if they need rehab, we help them get into rehab and we stick with them till we get them in. I get many people all over the country now on a journey to go into rehabilitation centres. And we do it all for free. We do it all for free. We don't charge anybody anything for so what we do. So does God just provide? God provides for us, yeah. I mean, some people support us in, um, in our charity, Walking Free. and um, uh, But we, we, we never ask for the support. We don't push it because it'll take away from our message. We're here, I spend, my wife and I, we spend our lives now reaching out to the broken. And in our spare time, we foster children. <laughs> how you have spare time, but it's, it's an incredible story. And I suppose it's in a story as well of how God can use the dark periods of our lives for yeah. good in terms of you can really exactly. connect with and identify with people who are having similar experiences to what you had to help them practically and spiritually. It has been amazing to have you with us. We thank you so much, John, for your ministry and Tricia as well. Thank you, Wendy. For all that you're doing. We pray for all those that you are going to meet with and connect with as you embark on this 32-county campervan tour of the country. I've been chatting to John Edwards from Walking Free and if you want to connect up with John and support the work that he's doing, you can go to the website walkingfree.org. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.